A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, I'm John Jackson and welcome to the first TalkSport Daily podcast of the week. We begin with Lionel Messi, who's claimed he doesn't yet have an agreement with any other club after confirming he is leaving Barcelona. He broke down in tears over the weekend while saying goodbye to fans at the Nou Camp and it's looking more likely he's bound for a move to Paris Saint-Germain. On the Trans-Europe Express, experts Mark Landon and Andy Brassel reacted to the unfolding story. The president, Joan Laporta, who was seen as the saviour in so many ways, connected after his first spell with just endless success at Barcelona and with some of those great Pep Guardiola sides as well, that he has come to admit in public, without being that specific with the figures, that the hole is far deeper than he thought it was. And that is the scary thing, that he was always confident that they would be able to plug that gap and sort something out with Messi. It was clearly bad when they couldn't register new players like Aguero, mm. like Memphis, like Eric Garcia, like Emerson Royale. But to get to that point where, as he said, Barcelona had been spending 110% of their revenue. That was one of the few figures he did give on wages. And even without Messi, they were spending 95% of their revenue on wages. <laughs> When you think of Barcelona, you you think of Messi, or or maybe when you think of Messi, you think of Barcelona. Now it's become he's home. He spoke today. You know, he was in tears giving his farewell press conference, and you could see that he was upset that he was almost being forced to leave in many respects. I'm also sad that Messi's going to to Paris Saint Germain because we are now even more than than usual just getting to this this stage where the talent is being just hoovered up by fewer and fewer clubs and you know there was a time when Barcelona were part of that kind of cartel if you like so again it's not that I feel sorry for Barcelona but I do feel sorry for European football Tottenham Hotspur remain interested in signing Inter Milan striker Lautaro Martinez, but they've not yet agreed a fee with the Serie A side. Perry Groves and Leanne Sanderson discussed the Argentine and whether he's a replacement for the outgoing, so we might believe, Harry Kane. He's only 23 mm. and his movement's very good. He's, he's, he's very, very mobile. He's got good technique. His finishing's getting better. He said, I think it was 14 the season before last, 17 this, this season. season. Yeah. So he's sort of maturing and growing into himself. And the people say, no, he's, he's the foil for Lukaku. Like, Lukaku sort of holds everybody, he's the focal point, And that then helps Martinez, which might be true. But if you're a Spurs fan, you'd be very excited on that side of it that they're spending money. But I can't see Spurs, the financial business, are in spending money without getting money in. So I would be thinking that that's them planning for Harry Kane coming. I think it's potentially a replacement. I think... 
you know, hopefully Tottenham can keep hold of him. But I always think if a player wants to go, you know, because he's the England captain, everybody says he's got this squeaky clean image, which he does have. But then at the same time, He's not turned up for training from what they're saying. So it does seem like he could be the replacement. Harry must have been incredibly disillusioned by what was going on behind the scenes. Ryan Mason, 29-year-old, taking charge of the club. Nothing against Ryan. You know, he might prove to be a coach one day, but giving him that the reins to the end of the season. Now, Nuno, to me, is the strangest one of all because they chased many, many managers, quite clearly, didn't get one over the line, then take Nuno, and he only gets a two-year deal. That's not stability at a football club or thinking we've got the right man. Chelsea have agreed a deal with Inter Milan for striker Romelu Lukaku. It's worth 100 million euros, so not quite as much as Jack Grealish. We'll hear from a former Blues striker in Tony Cascarino shortly, but first, this is Darren Ambrose on why Thomas Tuchel's side will definitely win the Premier League this season. Thomas Tuchel come in, me personally had my doubts over him when he was treating Tammy Abraham the way he did and Hudson-Odoi the way he did when he when he subbed him off and I just felt he was going to lose the dressing, the, room. the dressing room, the team very quickly. I mean, I was completely wrong because everyone seems to love to play for him. They seem to have a really good team spirit. The form under Thomas Tuchel when he arrived was fantastic. They won the Champions League. And Chelsea are the kings of Europe for the second time they get Lukaku they're going to be very very strong again on the flip side if Man City then get Harry Kane listen like we said at the start it's going to be a fantastic league Romelu Lukaku would outscore Giroud who's gone Tammy Abrams who's there and do you think he would outscore Timo Werner I would probably say yes in all three so they Mm. they see it and obviously Thomas Tuchel's played a big part in this deal because you know he obviously thinks a lot of him and thinks he's a striker that delivers on a regular basis Arsenal's Bukayo Saka was applauded onto the pitch by Tottenham supporters as North London rivalries were put aside in yesterday's pre-season friendly. Spurs fans showed their support to the teenager after he was racially abused following England's Euro 2020 final defeat. Arsenal lost the match 1-0, so it's back to Perry and Leanne as they debate where the Gunners are going this season. I don't think they're progressing under Arteta. I really don't. Well, they have I don't to this see. Year, no, they they of course year. they have to. He, but I don't think they're going forward. He, I don't really see a clear plan. I mean, I'm going to ask said you. The, plan, the clear plan is younger players, hungry players, because we can't afford the top. Yeah, but like, someone like Smith Rowe, right? I like Smith Rowe, but is he really deserving of the Arsenal number ten shirt at this moment in time? Yes, because where we are, we're the eighth best team in the country. But it's hard for me, Perry. Even though I'm not an Arsenal fan, to see you know having to accept that but from an be, Arsenal football Yeah, but we club. have to be realistic for how far that we've fallen away. Yeah. So where before it was top four was a prerequisite, now we've got a really in Leicester and West Ham and hope that one of the big four, let's be honest, Man City, Liverpool, Chelsea are far and away in front of everybody. We're the eighth best team in the country at the moment, average in the Premier League. So it's a massive season for Mikel Arteta, especially the first five or six games because with crowds back in, if our results don't go particularly well first five or six games, it could get pretty sort of vitriolic at the Emirates. Leicester City added another trophy to their cabinet back at the King Power on Saturday. Is it a trophy, really? Anyway, they beat Manchester City 1-0 at Wembley, whether you believe it's a trophy or not, and they won the Community Shield. It was on game day. We'll hear from Brendan Rodgers shortly, but first, this is City boss Pep Guardiola reflecting on that defeat. And on the day that Manchester City unveil their £100 million man, it's destined to be Leicester. Who will take on the silverware? 75% of the team, the players finished three weeks ago the season, the previous season. 
and they have to rest. If not, the season is too long. So we know that we're going to struggle a lot the first month, month and a half. Hopefully, we can get points in that period and step by step, day by day, uh, week by week, we'll get our best. They need a number nine. They need a Lukaku, dare I say. If they're not going to get Harry Kane and that situation seems to have reached standoff, I don't think they win the title. I don't think they win the title with Gabriel Jesus up front. I don't think they win the title with Grealish and a false nine, as, as Pep Guardiola talked about at his unveiling. Hit the road, Jack. Don't you come back. the first £100 million British footballer. Get used to it, Jack. City will love him. A lot of other fans around the country won't, will they? It was really good. He played in good level. Of course, he needs time to understand our what we want to do. His mates know him, so it needs a process. And I know we don't have time. I would love to have a four or five weeks of preparation, but this is not the point. So that's why he came for five, six years, not for three minutes. Schmeichel raises the community shield above his head to signify that Leicester have silverware. Jubilation for them. Another Wembley triumph, another day in the sun for the Foxes. This one's for the underdogs. in any business whether it's football or any company I think that's when you see what a club is all about that sort of connection from the top right the way through and, and that's definitely what we have here at Leicester City it's uh, in essence it's a real family club and it's not something that happens there's a lot, a lot of work goes on into that the board do an amazing job and creating the environment for us to work in and of course our spirit on the football field to fight and do the very best we can amazing club and uh, obviously a privilege for me to manage Leicester on to Brighton's Lewis Dunk and why he was initially worried about manager Graham Potter's arrival following stories about his coaching style. The stories I was hearing before he came was when he was at Ostersons and he had him doing crazy stuff, but he hasn't made us do that much that's out of the ordinary and it's just the way he's, he's relaxed and he just makes you feel comfortable as a human really. I think he makes everyone feel the same playing or not playing and he just the way he brings the squad together is, is good to see and it can only make us stronger because we're obviously not one of the best teams in, in the league so we need that togetherness to, to make, the, make the difference for us and yeah, he, he does that easily to get us together. It's going to be back-to-back Premier League wins for the Seagulls just when they needed them. He's probably one of the best I've had as, as a coach. I think his ideas and his philosophies are, are another level to what I've probably experienced in my career so far and I think it showed the way we played last year Obviously, the results didn't come at times, but the way we played and you can see our philosophy and how hard we work on the training pitch for him and he's been a pleasure to work with so far. So the EFL got underway at the weekend and Wayne Rooney's derby began the season with a one-all draw against Huddersfield in the Championship, which isn't bad considering they didn't have any players the day before. We'll get the take of defender Curtis Davis, but first we begin with Waza and why he's happy with a point given the turbulent, let's say, build-up. Derby won, Huddersfield won, thoroughly entertaining game. Derby, despite all their problems, gave it a real go. I haven't been able to prepare my team properly. I didn't know which players up until 12 o'clock yesterday. I didn't know which players I'd have available to, to play in the game. So the preparations have been um, hampered, to say the least, throughout the week. But for the lads to go out, put a good performance, we can play better, we know that. Um, Huddersfield are a tricky team to play against. They work very hard, but I think the game was a, a decent game. Could win either way. Both teams could have won, both, both could have lost the game. So I think draw probably a fair 
very result, but for the lads, I'm delighted because it has been a tough 48 hours, to say the least, for them. Point on the board, there's been a lot of doom and gloom around the place, a lot of obvious reasons, but that performance showed that there's some real heart and spirit. We all go out there, we know our roles in the team. Some of us didn't know if we were playing yesterday or not and stuff like that, so that's hard to prepare for. But in terms of the actual changing room, there's no doom and gloom. Surrounding what's going on, we need help. Simple as that. Where, I mean, does, that, where does that help need to players. come from? Just players. We need to sign players. So obviously you did a mess. It comes from the top. Um, we need help. We need those players. Unfortunately, we've, we've lost Sean Yuluko, who's gone to Ripswich. We obviously had a, a core of a good squad coming together and we all thought it was going to go through yesterday and unfortunately it didn't. So it went down to the wire and it's very disappointing. But, you know, it's, it's not just the fact that we don't sign those players you know you got players in the changing room the young players that are thinking am I playing am I not am I going to be part of this season am I not you got players that have have done really well for us you know late Nathan Burns and the Tom Lawrence's that probably start looking at thinking do I want to be in this squad and that's worrying to say but that's the truth and that's I'm just saying it as it is so we need help we need to improve the squad the British and Irish Lions have ended the tour of South Africa with an agonising defeat. They lost the deciding test 19-16 in Cape Town. The whole series was exclusive to Talk Sport. And after the game, the head coach of the Lions, Warren Gatland, reflected on how they lost in such gut-wrenching fashion. Mornay Stain, 37 years of age. He's broken Lions' hearts once in 2009. 12 years on, he's going to get the opportunity to do it again. He sent it straight between the uprights, straight and through. South Africa lead 1916. He taps it to himself, puts it into the stand, and South Africa are officially the series winners. Sing a sad song in a lonely place. Try to put a word after me. It was going to be tight, and the boys gave it 100%. And from a coaching point of view, you can't ask for more than that. We spoke at half-time about starting really well after half-time. We had a good first half and that was probably the most disappointing part of the game was that first 10 minutes after half-time where we just got pinned a little bit in our own half and it took us a while to sort of start generating a bit more momentum. And for a series review, check out the TalkSport Lions daily podcast. So Team GB finished with a whopping 22 goals at Tokyo 2020, an overall medal tally of 65 as well. Jason Kenny became the most successful British Olympian ever with cycling gold on the final day of the Games, and he said he was counting down his career in days and races before his latest success. I wasn't as quick as I wanted to be in the sprint and team sprint, so I kind of felt like I had nothing to lose and just put my head down and went for it, really. It was such a long way. I felt like the last lap took me about half an hour. But yeah, I got there in the end and couldn't believe I crossed the line on my own still. This is TalkSport Daily and I'm Laura Woods. England captain Joe Root has been speaking following their rain-affected draw in the first test against India at Trent Bridge. Everyone was expecting an exciting day with the tourists needing 157 runs for victory in Nottingham. And then the rain came down. We know there's a lot to work on. We know there are areas that we, we need to be better at. We need to catch better, uh, take our chances in the field. And, and we need to you know, make a big first innings run. It's something we've spoken a lot about. You've heard me harp on about time and time again. But we're capable of doing it. It's those big partnerships that we didn't quite get in the second innings, but I think you saw a better a better tempo and a better template of how to, to back and test matches.
Well, that's your lot. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or, of course, wherever you get your podcasts from. But the TalkSport app, always the best place because you can listen to the radio on it. Uh, there'll be another one of these TalkSport daily podcasts out first thing in the morning. Until then, stay safe, everyone. Stay safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.